And just like that, it's MMA and Beyond. Heard all around the world, Manimal. Even oh. around the universe, I'm told. <laughs> Everywhere, Manimal. It's heard, heard. Ray Longo, welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. You know, I tell you, just when you thought, you know, I, I was missing him. I did miss him. You missed him. I, I real, well, I thought I did until right. he came in tonight, and I realized maybe I didn't miss him, but... uh Folks, he's guns blazing. He, he came is. in guns blazing tonight. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, well, we have a guest. I'm hoping that our guest. Does he behave when we have a guest? I, I hope so. We have a, we one have of a the nicest guys around. Reputation, classy. Yeah. Animal, well, you're going to behave. Well, I have to look good in front of a Canadian. You know, can't make him think we're complete savages yeah, here. Let's, let's, let's not keep him in suspense. We have Elias Theodoro with us. Welcome, brother. Oh, appreciate, appreciate the claps. Do you know before the and, before before the podcast, we were downstairs and Manimal was comparing his looks to Elias. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he did. He did. I think Elias <laughs> I, Elias I was a gentleman. A Elias was a gentleman. He said he thinks it's a tie, and I told him, "Don't put yourself down like that. So that's not right." I disagreed also. And right? he, so, he did yeah, disagree. I, <laughs> I mean, listen, this guy's tall, good looking. I was like. If I look like you, I don't even have to fight the ladies off. Like, what are you fighting? <laughs> Come on, I mean. <laughs> Welcome, yeah, man. How, <laughs> how are you enjoying your stay, man? It's great to have you here. It's, uh, the team loves having you here. How are you enjoying your stay? Oh, it, the, the feeling is definitely mutual, obviously. It's a great time of coming down, uh, training and, and seeing with seeing all the guys. Uh, it's been great uh, here at Law and obviously also running off to Sarah BJJ as well and getting as much time as possible. It's been really great. You guys are always open your your order you guys always open your doors and yeah. i truly appreciate it do you, do you travel a lot yeah definitely I, I really fell in love with mixed martial arts because of the fighter's journey and the ability to travel and train and obviously to meet like-minded individuals on the same pursuit so you know that's what long island is to me as a martial artist and someone that you know looks to martial arts uh both as a fighter and as a fan and you're doing the best circuit over here you did the Friday morning at Sarah's. Yeah. The Monday night, the Thursday. You you, you got the right. This, that's like you're the best training yeah, in no. the universe, right here, right? The, the, he's come on, tell me he's not dope training over here. That, that, that is why. Uh, I mean, that's why I said that, and you that's why I'm here. with Manny the other night too. Uh, the other day too. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for him and his fight coming up soon. Yeah, that's a that's a big help too. Manny's a good dude. He's come a long way, and excited yeah. to see his fight. And great hair. And great hair. Great hair. There's great hair here. I tell you, and plus, I tell you, every time Mizuki sees Elias, <laughs> man, I don't know oh. what happens. I just see, like, goo-goo eyes. I mean, it's crazy. Like, goo-goo eyes, and she's... Picture. That's all she wants to do is take a picture. We were in Oklahoma. I didn't know Elias <laughs> was going to be there. He was the round card boy. Ring boy. You know, when I went to Oklahoma with Mizuki. Trademark included. And I was talking to him, and she got off the stage, and I seen it again in Oklahoma. <laughs> Just the Picture. heart eye emojis. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It was uh, the Cupid shooting the arrow <laughs> through the heart in the air. Like, it was... And I thought it, I, 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 like, made a mental note back then. And then two or three days ago, before she left for China, he walked in. And it was the exact same thing as Oklahoma. But, uh, and on Mizuki, speaking of Mizuki, what a what a fight. Amazing fight. May I thought, listen. First um, She went in compromised, short notice, fought up 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, man, I tell you, I just, she implemented her game plan. This, this is, this is a difference in the fight to me. Cause it was, I would have scored a 30, 27 mm -hmm. with a, 
have to qualify that opinion that not you know it was a close fight right but you so, had to give those rounds to mizuki i just right. can't see how you could have given the rounds to the other girl but doesn't mean there was a there was a big margin just i mean even mizuki always going forward doing exactly what she wanted to do made the girl miss the girl a couldn't lot. hit her with a left in hook if she in tried in yeah. i mean like just the fact defensively what she was doing against a much bigger opponent, I, I thought it was, uh, was a great fight. I mean, Mizuki comes to fight and talk about, you know, seizing the opportunity, man. You know, like, it goes back to that, what do you, you only get, uh, one chance to make a, whatever the impression thing is. <laughs> yeah. It's the quote Eminem. What, the quote Eminem. What is it? Oh, what, what's the know, quote, Steve? Oh, you don't get a second Mom's chance spaghetti. to make a first Mom's impression. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Something but that, that's really what, what it was, man. Yeah. She she finally got into the UFC. Mm -hmm. no and she should have been there before. You know, you heard the way they were talking. She is a veteran. She's got 20 mm -hmm. fights. She fought for a couple of title fights in Invicta. She's got some big name wins. And for whatever reason, she didn't get in. She didn't get in. But man, she now. she went in there, and again, not at the best, not at her weight. You know, the person was much bigger. So man, really her had to miss weight. Yeah, and weight. she missed her weight. So even four bigger. pounds, even bigger. So, and she got some of the purse. Yeah, but still four pounds. That's a big miss. Yeah, but she got some of the purse. You went right to the financial aid side of it. Well, I mean, at least you have some benefit there. Yeah. At least you have some compensation. Yeah. And she went up. I, yeah. I, well, I would be. Curious to ask your thoughts about someone missing weight. Do you think like they should go in with like a point deducted or like how does that work? You like, know what, it, man? They, they, I mean, right now they just, I mean, I, I, and again, I'm not, yeah, right. So they hit you in the pocketbook. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing. And to a lot of people, look, now she lost the fight. So you know that's not a big payday. Yeah. yeah. Now you're taking 30% of that. Then you got to pay taxes. That girl went home with nothing. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Besides, you know, losing in her home country. That's a that's a that's a big hit for that that's girl. True. You know, so she got hit, you know, mentally and she got hit physically and yep. she got hit financially. So I mean true. I, I like what you're doing though. There, there should be like a handicap. I mean could we went through this too, right? But we we said like you know, if you're making money and you like if you like if that fight was the winner gets a title shot, yep. what does that thirty percent mean? Mm -hmm. If she goes in there, you know, right. we almost said you could almost yeah, find me. I don't care. <laughs> right. I yeah. feel great, and it, it could be the difference in the fight. So, statistically fight... speaking, the people that don't that, that don't lose the weight and end up getting the thirty percent have majority of them won in the UFC. Yeah, 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 statistically yeah. speaking, yeah, so it doesn't it's always like happen. For the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I think that that was that's the way. So I like where your head's at. I don't know. A, a, point, a point would not be bad. They, there's got to be some sort of you know, way to pe penalize some of the people for that. Because you, you got to, I mean, three or four pounds is a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, if you miss by a pound, at least you're in the ballpark. But once it's like three pounds, that's a, that's a lot, man. I yeah. mean, you had to be getting on the scale and looking and, like, when did that go south? Yeah, had to be and trying it also to multiplies it. depending on their weight too, right? So yeah. their weight comparative to mine, like four pounds for me is not necessarily that much, but four pounds... For her opponent, Without that's a, a lot. Doubt. Big for a big just the percentage. Five-pound girl, yeah. yeah, four pounds is a lot of weight. And yeah. there, there has to be some psychology that comes with mm -hmm. it as well. So if you, if you like you saying, right, you get on the scale and you know that you're not close and you're you're not going to make it, you can you can abandon ship twelve hours off and without say, oh, a doubt, what? yeah. Well, like, that's I'm what I'm not going to suffer the next twelve hours if I'm going to suffer I and mean, still the, not make it or right. be close. I might as well just start. No, no, you know, you're always checking your weight. Yeah. So like, if you're like. 
like you it's really down to like a science like guys go to bed they're four pounds over they're gonna float a little bit they're gonna jump in the sauna the next day they know it that's it that they're done but there's also like you say when you know that that's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. you could just say right there you know what why am i like i don't feel good why am i gonna kill myself I want to win the fight. I could either not make weight and be miserable or yeah. feel fine and not make weight. Winning solves everything, exactly, right? Yeah. You win and the so, fight. It's like, yeah, and if right. she won the fight, she would have got more money. It wouldn't have been that much of a hit, right. but losing mm-hmm. is... Oof. But she, she, she lost 30%. the fight that, uh, and again, Mizuki... Uh, Mizuki stepped up, game time player. Up. The mindset, again, comes in. That having all those fights, she, uh, Mizuki's had some fights against some... Uh, some Big names, big yeah. Big names, yeah. And so she wasn't impressed by it. She she's kept at it. And no, no, she no, was. You said, I, look, like you said, she, she went in compromise. She'll never say it, but you, you, not at at her best. And she showed up, and 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 she yeah, was going to seize that. I mean, she that, that she that you know whatever like fault she might have on the outside. I mean, she make when she fights. She shows up to fight. There's no. I yeah, mean, she did she, Oklahoma. She it. it was like kind of the same fight. She. She really did great. Like she controls that. She controls for a, even for a little a person. You know, she out jabbed this girl, mm-hmm. and yeah. again she made the girl miss. And she was always going. Why couldn't that girl push Mizuki back? Mm-hmm. She was physically Dominate. way bigger. Dominate. Like yeah. how do you keep going backwards? So Mizuki imposed her game plan, man. And I she think a mindset. She's a fighter, a hundred percent. No matter what happens anywhere else, but when it's time to get in there, what I've seen so far out of her. She's coming to fight. And like what you said, a veteran. She proved yeah, that she's yeah, a veteran. Yeah. She did it like a veteran. You know? She's the first from you, Law MMA. First female it, in the UFC. Thank God. First fight, first win. And uh, Michael, the Count Bisping, disappointed that you and Matt are on. <laughs> <laughs> he always, did comment. You always can count on the count. You can count on the count. But uh, yeah, he's, he's, just a, he's a good dude. Uh, and uh, Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I would have really loved to have been there. But... Um, I'm heading to Australia, and I, everybody says, "Well, it's like a month away." But those trips add up, Steve. When they're like over oh, twenty buddy. hours, they're just—I don't have many of those left in my tank. Back, I don't think. Back to back, <laughs> yeah, back, to back, to back is crazy. The- yeah, China oh, then to Australia, and then even the the entire month of October for for this gym is no is September and October yeah. are done, done. Busy, so busy, a lot uh, of a lot of stuff coming. September up. got Ring of Combat. Right? We got there's another card before that, right? There's a, yeah, next week there we have just uh, one guy fighting in Triton. Keeping busy. Huh, Manimal? How you feeling, buddy? I feel fantastic. Let me tell you, the edible just kicked in. I'm having a great time. Elias is, you know, I mean, he's making me look bad, but it's all right. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Hey, acceptance is the first step. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was good to burn one before. I'm on the right stack. I put up up my stack on the gram and everyone loved it. Your stack meaning your... An alpha brain. Mm -hmm. Couple hits of a blunt. One 15 milligram edible. And, uh, you know, that's about it. This is your pre-show ritual. Pre-show, that's the pre-show stack. That's the MMA and Beyond stack. No, well, I, I assume Ray, you're on the same stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> no the, he's uh, not. <laughs> stack of pancakes, but uh, but he does no, have well, an alpha you're, brain. You're, you're a you're a, a marijuana expert. What do you think of his his stack and his uh, knowledge of uh, well, of I, weed? I think uh, cannabis in many ways is uh, both uh, depending on the way you look at it. It's either a medical thing, a recreational thing, or a uh, medicinal. 
thing, right? I think there's many different layers in regards to harnessing cannabis uh, as a plant. Um, obviously, there's many different, um, many different, you know, compounds that you can put it into, whether it's CBD, THC, THCA, CBDA, um, topical ingestion, like Johnny was just saying, and everything in between. So no, this is, this I get a lot of this topical is CBD, actually. Topical CBD, I nice. think topically CBD works best. Just my opinion, just from using it. I got well, a yeah. one that I like. Help, it helps. You know? Definitely. Is this the, is this the first again. time you met the animal, or you knew him before this? Uh, in the maybe in I met him before today. Before we oh, talked today, many. Oh no, but well, not really <laughs> but before this trip but, here. Not, re- not really before this I don't think trip. I've no. seen him once at Sarah's, but not really. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, he isn't a dead We wouldn't guy. train together that much. Being a guy. Yeah, he's seg- he, he uh, segregating me off. Because yeah, yeah. I'm not man with the hair. Can't yeah. go with him. Well, so, <laughs> no, because oh, I'll tell you what. I'm a conscientious training partner. I appreciate it. There's you. 85ers and 70ers that need training partners of that size getting ready for fights. I mean, you know, it just makes sense to... to Guys are sparring with. Now, what was your first impression of an animal? <laughs> He's nice. 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 Sweetheart. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> sweetheart. Not different. Although I do Normal's like that, boring. Ray. Normal's you know, I heard boring. a rumor that the animal lost his virginity before his father did. <laughs> it's oh, true. That's what my dad told me. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, the second coming of is really hitting a new level. <laughs> he is. He's hitting a new level. You know, when some look, people go happy. camping, they get and so Steve, happy. look, oh, he's happy. Oh, well, did you see? I went to Disney. They had a whole yeah, park named after me. Tell us about your trip. Ma- <laughs> Animal Kingdom. They had a whole park they, named they, after they, me. He really thought they named yeah. that after him. Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. You didn't see it? Uh, it was on the side. Unbelievable. Man, you guys got to catch up. <laughs> How was your trip? Oh, it was great, actually. Every, we hit it right. We missed the hurricane. Fantastic. I seen nice. Elias' doppelganger there, like Prince Eric or something. Yes. Oh, no. Who do you think you look like? Aladdin. Well, not Every I. Brown. Other people. I've, uh, I, I, I've not you. Said. Not for you to say. Like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm just say. going with the no, flow. No, no, you know well, what I mean? so I've been getting. I get anything I've between Aladdin to, to Tarzan to yeah, basically been, any beige character from Disney. Yeah. yeah. I, I, to, I told uh, Fight Shape Ricci. Shout out to Fight Shape Ricci before Tony Ricci. On a previous trip of yours, I'm like, well, when Disney cast Aladdin, you look no <laughs> yeah. further. No, no, than no. This no. I've been to Disney a lot. Now that you're saying it, there's no question about it. He's right out of the cast over there. Absolutely. Funny, funny. Enough. Uh, the guy that they did cast actually comes from Canada. Canadians. That's a uh, more than a proponent of anything else. Elias loves Canada. He's very, very happy to. I'm not really yeah. sure where you're going with this, but I'm keep just going. Saying proponent he's, of Canada. I am. Yeah, he's yeah. very national. Just, uh, you might be. Uh, Have you yeah. ever been to Canada? Canada. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about that. I think I still have something pending. No, I'm oh, just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I, don't no, think, I, don't, I personally don't think you're getting over the border myself. <laughs> I don't think they want Probably me to the best. No, I've never been to Canada, <laughs> actually. Canada, but though, I have to make I, a trip. La- last time I went, I think they were a little looser at the uh, at the border for some reason. Cause Maybe. The other times I went, man, it was always. They're looser, man. Oh, man. A lot of guys yeah. just got turned away. You know? Fair enough. Oh, no. If they, if they take me, I don't want to go. You know, All but, right. I don't want to be a, a part of any club. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought last last time was uh, was easier. I don't know why, but normally they're they're quizzing the crap out of you. And like again, a lot of guys from the gym when Matt fought GSP, they never made it to the fights. <laughs> one guy, I don't want to mention any names, but one guy they they just 
You know, they looked at them. They looked at they. I guess whatever they do, they punch uh-huh. them. They walked them. They had those. <laughs> they the walked them back to the plane. They walked them onto the plane. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You don't hey. belong in Canada. Yeah, and then that uh, first class service all the way back. Let me tell you, no, no. They walked it. This guy, they weren't even taking chances with. <laughs> Drago had a friend that ended up in jail with uh, Uriah Faber. I think they were in the same cell because Uriah had. Uh, I think he had that fight in Malaysia. So I guess oh, they were like Thailand, right? I yeah, do. Those guys ended fight. up. Yeah. Oh wow. I, cra- I mean, no, no. I'm telling you, it was a. There was a couple of things, and guys drove up, and you know, there would be like six guys in the car, and uh, they start asking questions. One guy had to call the guy over to the side. Let me just take you over. He didn't want anybody to know what the hell he was talking about. You know, it was. Uh, so it was a. Uh, uh, the service- accent is strong. Sometimes. Oh yeah, it was. It was crazy, but uh, I don't know. I didn't feel it this time. Was it seemed like a little different. You know. But no, I'm I haven't glad it made Canada. it, I made it through yeah. quick and easy. Um, well, no, one of the things you're alluding to is that we look at um, DUI as a federal offense rather than uh, a Oh, no, state you, you or... got DUI, you're not getting any either. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's looked at what as a, a federal offense. Deterrent. Yeah, if like one uh, DUI, which I think it's a, it's a definitely in the right direction um, in regards to uh, just the process of getting it back, if uh, especially if you have other... Um, issues in regards to your um your travel or sorry your your license uh, you'll have a, like a breathalyzer with you for like a year and a half two years in order to turn on your car you have to be oh, able to wow. blow in and wow. show that you're not uh getting drunk and you have to pay for that and it's a rental you get it back you have to give it oh, back to the country that's funny man yeah <laughs> so, like so it's really funny when friends have uh, gotten so DUIs safe, and they safe have to, to blow say in safe to taking the bus alive <laughs> exactly. no, they did something similar <laughs> with my cell phone yeah, they did. So they put like a cell control thing on it, and on my phone, there's a, a thing that hooks up to a motion detector in my car, and it shuts my phone down whenever my car is in motion. Wow. So like a similar concept. Like cool. if you get caught with Man, your phone, and you think of it, oh, fuck it, I got big brother in my car, like 24-7 now, this cell control thing. They gone for Tammy. Oh, thank God for my wife. Oh, yeah. At least someone's- Poor Tammy. Come on. Come on. Poor Tammy. Torture that girl. She's such a good... You know. She didn't know what the fuck she was getting into, did I she? I tried to explain to her You did try, though. I you're tried. a good guy. I explained. I was like, I, you know I, you're in for a fucking no, I, life I know, of adventure I, here. I know you're telling the truth because I tried to warn my wife, too, and she refused to listen. They don't listen. They love that shit. They don't listen. They definitely don't listen. No. They, they're listening now, though. Uh, no, nah, I, fuck- I don't think my wife wants to hear me talk anymore. It's not fucking funny anymore, is it? <laughs> that shit got fucking serious, funny. Uh, <laughs> he's gone, dude. He, he is gone. gone. Elias, try yeah. to reel him in. What please. happened, buddy? Holy crap! What happened? Uh, so Jessica Andrade supposed to win. Uh, no, the fortunes of warfare are always what doubtful. Happened, but uh, that so, girl's a beast. I don't know why they were underestimating her. I, I swear to God, I saw the fight going the opposite way of that. Like, her just steamrolling over this girl. But, man, she got... I, I thought got, it was going to go longer, personally. Mm-hmm. But I, I was picking Zhang. What happens with oh, that put, first pick Zhang. punch? Yeah, I've seen that girl fight. And, uh, I mean, you know, I'm not a fan of too many girls, but she's on she's on the short list. No, she looks, she looks. She looks good. She's on a and she's 21, been, 22 fight, fight now, 22 fight uh, I, win streak, right? I think she so lost it's an the first fight. Thing. I think she lost well, the first on, fight wait, hold like on. ever and then went 20 fights. Fights, no, yeah. She's yeah. on the short list or the short bus. What did you mean with that? Oh, no way she's on the short bus. That oh, girl's so like a genetic miracle the for the short, Chinese. What's the short, short list? list? It's like the top three. 
She's uh, in the top this three. is a manimal list. Yes. Oh, wow. The manimal top three. Like a Mount Rushmore. A, 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 a who's who's Mount on that Rushmore? list for you? Oh, come on. You know oh, I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. I know, come yeah. on. Do you know my list? Who's Tell on? me. Who's number one? Come on. I know you. I'm, I'm bad. I do <laughs> I do oh, agree with bullet, you. Bullet. Valentina. Oh, yeah, Valentina. Yeah, Bullet's number one, of course. That girl Zhang, I mean, she's in the top three. If she's third. Who's two? Who's two? Man, I really like Michelle Waterson. Wow. like her style. You know, she does what she has to do. She doesn't try to be what she's not. She has a good style. So it's uh, yeah. Valentina, I'd, the Karate Hottie. I'd go Karate Hottie and Zhang. And Zhang. Yeah, she's on the short list. She's in the top three. Wow. I seen there's some. There's yeah. a lot in there. Yeah. So, so who do you think it would be Zhang's biggest challenge now? Yeah, the only problem does is it I, take someone like a like a Rose to who's gonna kind of keep away and is Rose fighting? I, I get mixed messages on this is rose fighting again well, i don't I, know if any nothing is there that a contract uh, i mean is who, she who else is there in that division oh. well michelle waterson and Joanna are fighting right yeah uh yeah. so i guess the winner of that should be in line for a title shot would imagine well i was gonna say aljo wouldn't like this but henry cejudo's uh <laughs> there at any he's, he's, he's knocking at the, he's knocking on the but door but zang did burn him did <laughs> you see there. zang burned he's him there. did zang how'd so, she burn no, that so, is the zing yeah he, she, she made a zing she was zang like oh if henry cejudo wants to fight zang zing him exactly she was like if henry cejudo wants to fight tell him to go to thailand get the operation and we fight oh wow she did one she did want his pecker removed she said she he would have to go to thailand and to become uh, the intergender champion, one of the boys, yeah. oh, wow. lady so, boys. Uh, yeah. You know, Shendi fought a lady Zang's boy. Zang's a well-rounded uh, world traveler, I guess. <laughs> yeah. This was implying that Henry needs to become a world oh, traveler <laughs> to qualify for actual fighting. <laughs> if, if you're Andrade, you you get that first punch in the face. Is is it a? Do you just? Do you lose focus? Do you panic? Do you, I, mean, I don't know. Does, We've does seen her take a lot actually, of punishment, yeah. though. Well, that's she got clipped with that right hand, and then that girl did like tie bow knees on her. She was like, she didn't let her. She didn't let her off the hook. She didn't sure. let her off the. She turned that was it green on. Go. Yeah, yeah. She turned it to eleven. She was yeah. like red lined all the way with those knees. So she, she I think that's what overwhelmed survival mode. You. So I'm what I'm what I'm. I guess what I'm asking is you fighters in here. So. Do you do you stay mentally focused, and then when you do get hit, it, it, that becomes fuzzy? Do you? Everyone's different. Yeah, well, I'm and, gonna, and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say like most of the times, if you can, you become fuzzy and then you regroup. She mm -hmm. never lost. She became fuzzy and she never had a chance she, to regroup. So that, like, as that. she was thinking of trying to get all her senses regrouped. She got hammered and it yeah. was just, it was Wasn't too overwhelming. To yeah, you know what I mean? So normally, so quick. Was, yeah, normally uh, you go to it? the clinch, you get 50 buzzed, seconds, you know. Like 50 yeah. seconds into the first yeah, round? Yeah, so it was quick. I think that was the that was the case. She didn't even have a chance to yeah. warm up. Why is he, why is he laughing? No, he's seriously, what is up. I was yeah. going to say, believe but again, me, travel, she travel. wants to regroup. <laughs> believe me, she don't think, oh, no. I, I think there's definitely a lot of things like... That's what you could have ended up with. What did you just make out of that comment? I, I didn't hear hell? it. I just kind of moved on to yeah. the next no, thing. <laughs> I guess he had to be there. <laughs> I say that again. She wanted to regroup. But what was that? What yeah, I'm sure, she wanted to regroup. About. I'm sure she wasn't thinking about just getting finished right there. You know, but she overwhelmed her. <laughs> <laughs> I was agreeing well, he with was asking right. the process. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying asking, I'm when you get clipped, a lot fighters. of times you go to the clinch. You try sure. to get a couple of There's seconds to clear your head. You know, whatever it is. But that she didn't allow her to grab any time to to mm -hmm. collect herself and you know 
you're already buzzed a little bit. For you sure. could get through that. Like, if she didn't do anything after the first punch, she would have regrouped. Does a fight yeah. like that change how you approach fights, or do you do you just take what you take and, and, and move on? Like, I, are those uh, like... I, I'm going to say if she went into that fight thinking she was invincible, then it'll change her. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But if she knows she accepts what's coming with the fight, she's been there before in sparring, she just got clipped, you know? Yeah. You're, you're always I think in an we kind of talked about process. it. That's we were talking about at, right? with uh, Ray earlier in regards to just the travel itself. Obviously, there's a lot of back-end stuff. You don't know that's hindsight 2020. What time did she, like, when did she arrive in China? No, How long no did, did she acclimate? Like, did, wow. did she spend some time there? Like, that's what... That's what everyone said. That's where the joke sea level Kane comes from. When the fact that Kane just kind of thought he, even with his cardio, he was known about his cardio. You can just oh, show up. Doubt. He can just show up in Mexico, eight thousand plus, plus eight thousand plus. He is higher. Mexican, so he might that might have taken <laughs> exactly. Some, yeah, no, that might have been some pride. I'm stuff saying in that there. was it. You saw a guy get listen. Go to Colorado. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. off that plane, you're sucking. You go yeah. up the stage, you're to like, this point, is totally yeah. different. You know what I mean? Like, and Mexico is the highest you know whatever the sea level thing is it it's brutal Kane he suffered bad from mm -hmm. that man so you have to acclimate, you have sure. to acclimate and it's just not only that you, I mean just you know your circadian rhythm and your mm -hmm. sleep habits so and like asking, that's a great point because I remember asking you Ray I'd say I would say when you'd have Chris or someone training if you know they're fighting in Vegas, so do you guys start sparring at midnight? You know, like to, to, yeah, to acclimate to that kind of time. And I remember you telling me what you do, but that's a great point yeah. for location as well. Yeah. Oh, no, because cool. look, the other thing is like when, um, first of all, even like when Matt would fight in Vegas, we'd go out. At that time, we'd go out like 10 to 12 days ahead. Now nobody does that anymore, but we always went out there early because. Yeah. We wanted to get acclimated a little bit. And there were first couple of times Aljo fought in Vegas, man. He was he was feeling it. My throat is dry. You know, he would always, sure, you know, he, fe he felt it. So some guys, I think, are better than others with it. But, uh, you know, even in Australia, man, so I remember, uh, I think, when Costa fought, they said, you got to be on the bus at like 6 in the morning. Like, he was fighting at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's uh -huh. a, in, a, in a different day than it is back here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's... I don't know. I give him a lot of credit, man. There's a lot of adjustments to make, and I don't think you could, you know, you try to do the best you can, but I don't think you could cover everything because, you know, you haven't even done it yet. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you know. I fought in uh, Sydney uh, against Dan Kelly. Um, it was interesting in regards to the – I went two and a half weeks beforehand. And, you did um, go to it, which that had a, had a help. Yeah, it I, definitely helped. I was I was totally fine. Again, I, I my sleep was good. It's it, I'm really good with um, travel and sleep. It's on the way back because, like you know, then you're off, right? Like cause yeah. usually I'm going for a fight. Or I'm well, going you're excited traveling. too. You're and excited, that you right? Yeah, yeah. You got a pe extra pep in your step when you're by the time you're coming back. You're like homesick and you want to just yeah, get yeah, home, yeah. right? And like I, I traveled afterwards with the girlfriend right. and the parents or whatever, but. Um, it was interesting the game day, like fighting. Like I think I was done by like eleven thirty in the afternoon, or like eleven yeah, thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, I mean? it's weird. So <laughs> it, it was kind of cool because, like, yeah, exactly. You just go get, lunch, get lunch. You know what I mean? I was drunk before noon. No, I'm kidding. Um, but point being, uh, it was kind of interesting to not have to wait, like, because like especially those places that it's like a couple of hours like later. We have to like fight at like three o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning or whatever like it ends up being. Um, this way it was like a band aid. You just wake up really early, have a, a breakfast, and go right out and fight. And then uh, just kind of ripped it off like a band aid and just did the damn thing. 
Yeah. Otherwise, you wait all freaking day. You wake up exactly. at six, seven in Hurry the morning. And wait. And it's like a doctor's you, office, right? And then all day you're waiting to fight. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna fight. I'm gonna fight. It's playing through your head. Not wake up. But that's go. more what you're used to, though. Pardon? That you're more used to waiting, though. Yeah, yeah, right. oh yeah, See, definitely, that's the definitely. Thing, you know, so. That's what I was just saying. It was just a, an interesting uh, way yeah, yeah, to yeah, not yeah. have to wait and just kind of like a bandaid, just rip it off yeah, and go. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Be done early. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, well, now what do we do? <laughs> I guess let's get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I like to get done early. I wake up at four in the morning. Oh, yeah. No, no, but acclimating new. back does exactly. You know, I know, like three weeks I'm back, and then I'm. Waking up at like, yeah, yeah, you know, for sure, you, you don't even back. know where the hell you're at. Your body's, mm-hmm. you know, thinks it's one place. You're in another place. It's it, it's tough, man. So I think that's I, I I do think for those trips, the person who lives there is that's a to me it's a huge mm-hmm. advantage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know? you always talk well, about and, home and field advantage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other layer would be, especially with USADA being involved, the food. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, Places like thing. Mexico and um, yep. and China, they. They constantly will tell you to be careful of what you eat because it could flag things because they don't have the regulatory stuff where um, that we might have here in the U.S. or Canada where they'll just ch- like pump these animals full of steroids or some type of uh, enhancer just so they beef up and then yep. you eat it and it's the effect where now it's in your system because yep. they're checking Man. by points per million. Oh, and and then Alistair Overeem say that once. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he ate all the horses. Yeah, it was all the horses. All the horses. Go, go back, no more horses go back and look at Overeem. <laughs> there literally was, no more go horses. Go back and look at Overeem when he was fighting in uh, Japan. <laughs> Uberim. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crow. Second Did you greatest guys man that? ever created. No. <laughs> Second greatest man ever created. You know, he was huge. TRT tour was crazy. Oh, TRT tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's a verb. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, Steve, too. Like, when Al fought in England, man, it was even the food. You know, they could be, you know, they have a lot of salt in it. Now yeah. you're retaining water. Oh, it, it's sure. fucking it could be a crazy. There's no, you know, you, we're so used to going to a Whole Foods. Or, you yeah, know, exactly. Having, then you, you go in another place, and it's totally freaking different. Yeah. Especially, point. yeah, especially a, like a, a province of China that they were at. Yeah, right? no, the, I, I think they're only saving graces. I think now that the UFC helps provide on uh, fight week uh, a meal. Yeah, yeah, meal yeah. Plan. I think so. Yeah, that would definitely I, I, help I, there. I got <laughs> something. I did get something in email. They they were saying to watch out for something. I forget what it was, but don't do this. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't eat any of the meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't eat. Don't eat at all. Even the dairy. Cover like, your you know, drinks. Get you. They say watch your drinks, right? Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you guys catch the BJ Penn fight? <laughs> oh, poor BJ! Uh, live and on. Poor GMC. BJ. So did he fight that guy twice and then get dropped once and then came back and mounted him? And yeah. Is that the, how that? He basically did the um, hit me, and then he ended up hitting him and he dropped him. And then he came back and then mounted him and then sort of smacked yeah, I, I really don't want to be seeing this shit. I, really, <laughs> no, I, I happen to like BJ a lot. Yeah. I, I really don't want to, you know, because that could be anybody we know at this point. Well, you well, know? well so we're, the sport's been around long enough where not just any fighter, but Hall of Famers mm. uh, are now at the tail end of their careers or maybe uh, retired and that kind of stuff. The, the question starts becoming, can someone... Who, who is recognized for bringing so much positivity to the sport, can they do so much damage afterwards, an equivalent amount of damage afterwards? I mean, it's yeah. fighting in bars on a Tuesday <laughs> evening yeah. is well, guess pretty what? You much find what that out. most people who wouldn't watch 
what they would consider cage fighting. Most people who wouldn't watch that, that's exactly what they're expecting. They're not expecting an, an Elias. They're, they're expecting some bar brawler who, who yeah, fights and the in difference is, like, I think you brought this up. BJ's, he's not a big guy. No, so, you think you could beat him. Yeah, you know, like, you get, like, uh, some of these other guys, the heavyweights, and it still doesn't You're even mean more anything. more likely to pick mm-hmm. on me or Manimal yeah. at a bar than you are Elias or Chris White. But th- there's like, a million you're, stories you're, of, like, linemen and, like, football guys that are huge. Like, they're just getting people beating the piss out of them. Like, they're not well, fighters, the you know what I mean? Fight. Yeah, right. So, you know, they're a big ass. guy. But some of these other guys... Uh, I, I, it has to be a little bit of a deterrent, but when you're, you're uh, pick when, on Ngannou? yeah, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> NBJ, but I always look at it like this, there. Steve. Sorry to interrupt. I always look like you know that show Jackass. Yeah. They go, okay, you're gonna stand here, and the fucking horse is gonna kick you in the chest. Yeah. I mean, so if you're a guy looking for a payday, you grab one of these guys with money. So what's he going to do? Hit me once and then choke me? <laughs> I, I think there's guys out there that would do that in a fucking uh, well, heart. Just for, the, for nothing. Yeah, just to be on nothing. TV, they yeah, would do sure, it. for sure, for sure. Now they, now they already have a lawsuit planned against you. They right. have everything, you know? Ray, so. that fat dude had a good left hook. That fat yeah. dude was swinging, man. He was swinging. Well, it's just, again, <laughs> he, he was triple the size. I can't remember the uh, who said it was a writer or like that, where it's like the concept of one of like uh, never, never seen your... Um, your heroes and like you know the people that you look up to falling like that right oh, yeah. don't, yeah, don't meet your heroes yeah. right so um again it's as unfortunate in the capacity that he's supposed to be getting ready for his final fight and you know he does uh, unfortunately have um you know the longest losing streak in the ufc yeah, right now see that you don't want to see that's supposed like... to be like again for him as an individual this is supposed to be built as his last fight to allow him to kind of go off in the sunset with a win so again, it's do this is not this the way it should be traveling. Happen though, because somebody I mean, he they're very got, quiet about it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Somebody said he like just the, the athletic commission. I, mean, I think somebody wrote that. I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, like so. shouldn't this? This yeah. is where they should intercede. He hit his head on the concrete. Yeah, this is where they should intercede. And said fight's not happening. This and there's the reasons. Yeah, you know, like why even throwing him in there? You know, or maybe like require some kind of concussion test to prove that there's no issue. But the, but First problem, of all, the problem the even with you... that is that he's going to pass those tests before the fight eventually. It's just the long-term effect of yeah, back-to-back. Of, yeah. and beyond And even beyond the damage um, right. uh, physically, it's like the mental component of him like in a, being in a place where he needs to act like that. It's a Tuesday. And I tell you, and I, yeah, it's a Tuesday in the life. I'm not BJ sure. There? The what problem is I don't think anybody's sure that because of the damage he's already taken, that's why he wasn't there. That's the other problem. He could be depressed. He yeah, could yeah, be no, yeah. That's you know, what 100% you know, there's what so I was much stuff at, yeah. we don't know, and that's the scary part. But you know, you get guys that all of a sudden start acting weird, or they, you know, I, look, I've, I've, I've listened to people and I've seen it. You know that yeah, from even sure. talking to people that we don't really know the damage. But no. you know, like again, why is he in there in the first place? Mm-hmm. We don't, you know. we don't know, and that we look at it in an irrational way, and it's, it's the idea of, hey, why do you take the the difficult road and the answer why do you assume i see two roads true and, and that's exactly it he might this just might be what he sees <laughs> oh, yeah. well, bj's like, like i love drinking the, at the bar the things and about scrapping. him right like he was he's called the prodigy he's one of those individuals that it it for lack of a better word it came easy and he yep. was able yeah, to yeah. Uh, become the first champ champ and uh yeah, what you call it i think uh, again i don't want to uh speak for him but obviously him coming to an age of about 40, he realized, you know, those great glory years might yeah. not be in front of him anymore. And again, for his own psyche, he's, uh, you know, 
obviously friends with uh, Dana, and they he right. wants to get that one final fight, and I assume he wants to walk off with a, know, I, a victory. I, but it's unfortunate that, like again, uh, I, with this is supposed yeah, to be, you're bringing up another good point because like that would be a good thing for these guys to have a, a counseling thing, like you know, like when you lose your job and they have like a like an exit interview sure. or they they counsel you, you know, you've been working for True. the company twenty years, you know. You know this, Steve, how many guys, you know, they still get up and take the train. They don't even have a job. Yeah. But it's just, you know, psychological. That was true. I've seen you guys. You think that's funny? These poor guys are suffering. It's the Everyone's suffering in their own way, Everyone's suffering in their own way, Definitely It's the routine. He's on it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that might be something to add in is really counseling for these guys to help them go on to the next chapter of their life because... Some of the shit's not looking good, man. Transition. Yeah, transition. transition. Whatever, sure. whatever the, and, yeah. and that's exactly right. That would be incredibly helpful. To I, th I think so. You know, because like Elias was saying, those glory is... He, he, first of all, man, BJ, you know, BJ Ford, um, Leota Machida. I know, like 205. Or open weight. It was technically an open weight, but it was, it was 205. I mean, this is a guy that really, he was a, he was a Valley Tudo fighter. Yeah, savage. He would fight any, he didn't care. But no time limit, you know, nothing like class, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just would love to see the guy go, would, just would have went out you with know, all that but, glory. But thing, and, you know, and this is, this is where, where it concerns me, especially with that transition that you're talking about and why he still fights. This, I'm going to bring it right back to this kind of military mindset. Yeah. Ray, you put a guy in combat how many times? You put him in this life-threatening, literally, you're going through, you know, what you guys are processing through your mindset is really just trying to manage your fight or flight. Mm -hmm. you're, you're managing your paleo mammalian brain is what you're doing mm -hmm. in this to stay focused, to stay. Uh, at, so they're doing this for however many fights BJ Penn does. Now... Just like military guys, you send them in combat for that many times. Now, now give them a job at, at, at Staples. Give them right. a job at Home Depot and see how quickly they go crazy, yeah. how quickly they seek that same kind of adrenaline rush and, and, and dopamine sure. hits. And this is what happens or where you're saying the prodigy, not only did they come easy for him, but he was literally named after it. So, yeah. so what are you when you are no longer the prodigy? Yeah. He, he might... He yeah. might only see himself that way. So it, there is always that one more uh, that the rest of you are, are, are watching and saying, hey, please, man, just, you know, politely excuse yourself and we will forever remember you as, as the great yeah, BJ Penn. Which but would he be, doesn't see yeah. it that way. I think that's one of the things I, they said about, like, the Maggio, man. He got out on top. You know, Rocky, well, Rocky, he died, but... Uh, Bisbing, uh, again, going back to Bisbing, he, yeah. he's a, a retired individual that, again, is... In a in a great place and and being able to again maybe not necessarily walk off um, walk off uh, with a win because of gas uh, Gaslam but he was able to walk off being a champion and right, now right. he's still able again uh, to create a path whether it's in the broadcasting component acting as well and yeah, everything know, he's, in between he's staying busy for sure yeah, yeah look like the one too. thing about being a champ in the UFC that carries over for sure. You, once you become a champ, you, that's it. You're a champ for life. You've seen it with Matt. You see it with Chris so in here. They're always going to have opportunities. It's man. so few people. Yeah, it's, it's so uh, few, and it shows something about so your character that you could dedicate I mean, yourself you, to something. You could. Not, so I, don't, I don't want to say write your own ticket, but you can. You can write your own ticket if you're willing to, you know, work. Yeah. yeah that that's definitely for sure. You know what I mean? You could probably write your own ticket if you're not willing to work, but you could <laughs> definitely do things that. 
you know, nobody else is going to have the opportunity to do. And, you know? and especially as the sport grows even more. So, Elias, you've been doing this for a while. How, how is how is participating now with you 16 and 3? How is participating in this sport for that long? How has your mindset about the sport changed? You, you, I, I heard you talking with some people here at the gym talking about adjusting and always evolving your game. So how has your mindset about the sport itself evolved? Um, well, multifaceted, uh, whether it's, again, uh, being in the UFC for five years and, and seeing the, the, the aspect inside mixed martial arts that who essentially was just the UFC, and then now there now being so many different opportunities, and that's where I find myself as a free agent, and you know the next different directions that I can do, and obviously in regards to my own career, uh, being able to, again we've talked about it throughout this podcast, but um, the concept of health and self, and uh, again I'm happy and healthy and able to be at the gym with no real um, negative components, and just being able to kind of start like a, a blank page and kind of go on and evolve from what I want to evolve in. And again, it's one of those things that obviously being at the, the height of mixed martial arts in the UFC for the past five years, I've been able to, you know, meet such great individuals and actually learn from them. And again, uh, grow. And so, so you start, it seems to me, cause you're, you have a great record. Beat some good dude. Yeah. Oh, you have thanks. three losses by decision. So do you find yourself in a situation where you're you are actually part of the evolution of the UFC itself, which which tends to be the premiere, where they went from the martial arts era to the entertainment era? For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's definitely there. And then and just the the also um, once I was actually just getting to the UFC, it, it was still in that in that pursuit of becoming mainstream right right so um even when i was starting the the, the words that they were very um forceful and reminding us into emphasizing it's not a cage it's an octagon part of that would be trademarking but that's also to kind of make it look as a sport because especially right. like for instance the province that i come from ontario um it was illegal mind you it was more the um technicalities in regards to the books uh what you could make money off of uh, you couldn't make money off of fouls, like because boxing was technically the only way you could make money in regards to the regulations of the law. So the government, being the government, uh, noticed how great uh, of a rise mixed martial arts was. So they held off, and instead of the three or five percent of taxes that they normally get from boxing, they waited out till it was about ten yeah, percent, and they're funny. like, "Okay, now we'll legalize it." Yeah, and that was part funny. of the compromise. And, and you did you won one of the ultimate yeah I won fights. the ultimate fight first game that that, that, that alone yep that alone you should be it's able big, to yeah. market the crap out of that when you know the like see it with, uh, with Eddie Gordon with you know he didn't yeah. have the best uh, you know career in the UFC but he he makes the most out of that won man the ultimate mm -hmm. fighter, yeah one yeah. in the ultimate fighter nation yeah which is a huge no definitely not no that's a big thing man so you have a very difficult style to deal with. Yeah, well, especially in the last, um, the style itself has uh, evolved in the last little bit. Uh, in many monk? ways, yeah, if you, you the drunken master is a joke to say. But um, oh. no, I, again, my, I kind of in the last little bit was really, you know, running with it in the capacity. My, my pattern was not a pattern. So being able to kind of frustrate people in different directions and use my athleticism and overpower them, whether it's in the, in the clinch, uh, whether it's uh, with my cardio and everything in between. Obviously, um, my last opponent, Derek Brunson, was able to figure that out. And all kudos to him. Uh, he was able to win a, a close fight. And again, it was one of those things where 
Um, part of it, again, on the self-reflection that we're talking about, um, I think that in many ways I thought of Derek Brunson being a certain type of fighter, and when he didn't come out like that fighter, it threw me on my back foot. Usually, again, the whole time I planned for this fight, he fights scared. Yeah, and when right. he didn't fight scared, I fought scared, <laughs> right? So, again, it was one of those things where you can plan something in your head a million times over and over. And, you know, aside from, luckily, aside from, you know, the air miles he gave me when he uh, took me on that final spin, which probably was the deciding factor in regards to the fight. It was a pretty close fight either way. Um, point being, um, aside from that 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 um, slam that he gave me, I walked away pretty much uh, okay, you know, a bunch, except for the bumps and bruises. And, you know, even in the three losses that you told you mentioned uh, that I have, they're the top-ranked guys. Uh, the other guy no, no, no. arguably well, that's or is the I brought only that up, that transition, because I was looking at your record. I'm looking at who you've beaten, and it's 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 definitely become like this this almost like a casualty of a switch of an era where they where they actually are are really would rather to me for for a person who's not a fighter who's a casual fan is they they would rather that kind of blood sport entertainment over someone who's technically going to be technically sound and 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 take those victories and it's interesting to watch other fighters evolve this way for sure. And I, I think there's, uh, if you dissect my specific case, I think there's a couple different directions into it. Obviously, because I, I won so much, because I was so winning, uh, and I won the Ultimate Fighter and uh, leaping off that contract. Um, they did uh, what's called recently sign about five or six Canadian fighters. So basically, they could take my paycheck and pay those five, six <laughs> Canadian fighters. Is that what you are, willing Canadian to punch them. Yeah, who are we're willing to punch each other in the head for a lot less Is than I like was. Is that like a weird That's affirmative really action funny. for Canadians? Pardon? C- Canadian action? What is it? Like affirmative action for Canadians? They have they hire No, I just think it would be one? more in regards to marketing and in regards to specific uh, uh, pools of uh, talent because it obviously is a global sport. And obviously I'm 30, th- uh, 31 to be specific. Um, so. Kids. So uh, what's it called? <laughs> yes. Uh, although I can be charged like an adult. Um, uh, but point being, I think there's many different aspects in regards to what I was, uh, the reason why we, we parted ways. But I'm excited because, again, um, the other opportunities that are out there, um, in many ways, they pay just as much. Um, and if not uh, more, when you factor in the fact that I'm now allowed to put my sponsors on my shorts and uh, mm-hmm. I have sponsors that are from, you know, global themselves. And, you know, whether it's fighting in Asia, that would mean a lot to, for instance, like Venus Concept, which is a medical device uh, company that I work with. But they have about 15 to, uh, sorry, I think 15 to 20 uh, offices around the world. Oh, wow. And one of them would be, or sorry, five of them are in Asia. So that would be a, a conversation I can have. And that would mean something to that that kind of, that company that I work with. But they obviously have um, offices you here. But in Japan? Point being, are you fight? Well, well, I don't know. No, I'm just using it as an example. What example, do you like but even in, Japan, in the Japanese market, do you like one bet, Risen? Definitely like, say which one you want better when you're a free agent. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, again, I'm, 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 I'm the way yeah. I would look at it, the way see I would look at it, especially That's right, right now. T- let them know who you want to. You know. uh, the way I would look at it right now is uh, this is know. the first time we talked about it. Uh, I was with the UFC for five plus years. This is the first time I've been single in MMA and I'm oh, ready really? to mingle is what I would say. Um, but, uh, point being, we talked about it a little bit, uh, earlier, uh, me being an advocate of uh, medical cannabis, especially in sport. I'm, uh, looking like it's going to go, I'm going to go a very Canadian route. 
um, in the next direction. And because the same um, medical aspects that I was arguing in regards to my specific case of bilateral neuropathic pain for a therapeutic use exemption, um, that was hitting a little bit of a roadblock being with the UFC. I got to tell you, I'm almost, you know, when you're saying it now, it's like, you grabbed the mic after one fight, and you were very vocal. Yes. And I, I don't yeah. know why I'm getting this feeling now that that was your demise. I don't think... <laughs> oh, you think so? I, I, mean, I don't think... Uh, oh, really? You're, you're a great... Yeah, I'm starting to think he really... He 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 did a big, big shout-out. Huge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, well, because yeah. he speaks well, and yeah, he... Well, and thanks. And I'm, I'm well, going... Now, as he's, talking, as he's talking, because it's, it's pretty rare that you get let go like you know he was yeah, yeah I, I don't know and i just it just hit me while i'm listening to him talk i'm like <laughs> i'm figuring i'm why i'm hearing <laughs> your speech in my head and i'm like yeah, yeah you just my next killed. fight is not against one man it's yeah, against the stigma yeah, of medical cannabis yeah you just killed yourself well guess yeah. what this, we didn't help him at all yeah. you know, well, we didn't help him at all right well what this, do you think this helped i think there are many different facets about weed with um us? i don't know my plan taking edibles with me i have no idea what you're talking about well my plan is moving forward is to come back um, and be undeniable in regards to my ability. And also, um, beyond that, uh, going now a very Canadian route, uh, allows me to argue what it is, a medical equality. That's what I'm fighting for. It's because my next fight is not against one man. It's against the stigma of medical cannabis. And that'll be through, um, uh, Canadian route, as I mentioned, and uh, arguing, uh, my fundamental Canadian right to Medicaid as prescribed by my doctor. And that's what I'll do and create precedent, not just for myself. But all other athletes. What's what's the stigma for for uh, medical ca- cannabis? Um, well, I think the science is there, isn't n- it? Like well, the-, the issue, if you're looking at it in regards to the federal component, um, still cannabis is considered a Schedule Two drug, which means it is no long, it is no, it has never been looked at as a medical property. So federally speaking, it's not medicine. It's classified, ironically, as uh, the same thing as heroin, but right. heroin is the same property of poppy seeds and also the same properties that are involved in regards to opioids. So right. obviously it's the way that it's been manufactured in regards to the pharmaceutical industry that has a tight hold on that and obvious and other specific components. But in Canada, it's legal completely, right? Yeah, it's been... You don't have any of that. But in, uh, but in the States, we, correct me if I'm wrong... The federal government could close everything down. Yes, tomorrow. yes, right. yes. In, so, in the so U.S., each individual individual state is doing States what they rights, want. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's that's the but problem. They're going to have to have a Supreme given, Court case eventually moment, in America. Just, so what we'll have to do here is federal the federal government will have to shut stuff down. Then there should be a Supreme Court case, and then they'll decide if they want to make it federally legal. Because it's it's weird to be state legal. Like think about legislatively, you can do it in regards to you can do it legislatively as well in both the House and the Senate as well. But unfortunately, gridlock kind of stalls everything. Ray just laughing. See, you know, so, I'm not crazy about weed during camp, when though, he's done. personally. I'll let, then you and I like for Like, at least, this. I don't know, at least a month. Well, it depends on Plus how Plus, I you... get the munchies. But I'll do CBD. But, you know, munchies okay, are real. Do you com- get the munchies? Um, no, because, again, it, it's just the, overla- the overall aspect of, um, you know, uh, focus and control, especially uh, the way I administer it. Uh, I medicate in regards to vaporizers. Um I mean, I and then that way, it. again, it's more pain management is yeah. what I'm uh, specifically doing. So it's after training, um, and again, it's a it's an easier yeah, way to like wake up. Training, it is yeah, the best sure. training. Yeah, it's true. He administers. So administers. Yeah. Listen, what I was saying to you right, was in the beginning in the U.S. when they first started, 
what they were having trouble is is uh, finding banks to put that money in because be because issue. it was federal. Wow. Yep. So you can't put in wow that's federally crazy. because laundering. the banks are bank yeah so yeah. it's it's money the challenge they still would have so yes the federal government can stop whenever yeah because <laughs> yeah, that's what they want. need to do because the uh, banks won't really touch it there's a couple because again um there's so much money involved there's a couple that are doing it on the state wide they've had a couple cool really um interesting uh i wonk out on it i watch it on uh your public access tv yeah. you can watch it on uh C-SPAN. C-SPAN. They were talking about the, uh, you know, the government's trying to decide what are we going to do with all these certain laws? Because, again, it, it's going to be similar to how um, uh, gay marriage was here in the States, where it's like it was illegal, then it's just not. And then that's just the same thing with cannabis. It's going to yeah. do the same thing. It's like, because, again, over over 50% are okay with it in some capacity. And when you just look at the fact that there's a black market anyways, why put people in jail for it? Why not tax the hell out of it, especially recreationally? I would argue that medically uh, there should be some um, exceptions in regards to um, the taxing uh, because, again, it's a medicine rather than, uh, you know, looking at it as, a, you know, a Bud Light, if you will, right? Um, I don't know. I just think out in the public uh, and out in the eye of the public allows more scrutiny in regards to standards, uh, quality control, and just the, the taxation of it, especially tying it with um, potentially healthcare in some capacity. I'll tell you, Steve, this is a guy, Listen, this I, is a guy this, that does his homework. This is, this is homework. This, what a great representative. Yeah, this is a guy that does his homework. He's like a, he's like a marijuana crusader. You know, the, the other day, Saturday, we were talking about, I go, you actually paid attention when you were in school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's how they do Canada's it. Canada's got a good schooling system because <laughs> yeah. well, uh, he, he, fa- he, he mentioned a fact. What did you mention the other day? If you put a pig out in the wild... If yeah, feral. Uh, all pigs are essentially. If you put them out for three to six weeks, they're they're feral. Um, all pigs will. That's kind of partly the reason why, um, you know, in like the religious books, like uh, um, they they talk about not eating pig. That's because of swine, uh, swine flu back in the day. Um, you couldn't tell with uh, what's it called after you cook it. Uh, there was no difference between something with swine and something not. So in the in the religious books, they said no pig. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do a trivia quiz with him next time. Right? You know, right? I we're heard gonna, you were it's a real pig it's gonna, you were married. Oh boy, it's gonna. <laughs> let me tell you something. Look, look I'm gonna you tell you did. something. It, it's gonna be called. Let's see if we can stump Elias. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Tell, I don't think there's. I mean, I'm, starting, I'm really. Uh, and I'm telling you, he's got a buddy, Lachlan, yes. that puts him to shame. Like wow. you wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Lachlan. And this guy My reads. Wizard. He reads Barons and Cranes in like every weekend, right or wrong? I'm not, I'm not wrong. I mean, yeah. no. And well, not only Elias that, he just he internalizes it too. It's not like he just read. Uh, he actually is. <laughs> that guy's face crazy. Lit up. Elias' face lit up when he said, "Oh, we could watch it on C-SPAN." I mean, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's Whoever watching? Says, I'm watching you your, your, that? your country's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. public access TV. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. This. Very interesting. Well, I was explaining. Uh, that's what the beauty no, of socialism gets you. Get you a great you, I mean, schooling. Health coverage. Health coverage. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Beat that's us fundamental, right? Game. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. We're going to go to some He wants us to become oh, a yeah. Canadian citizen. All are welcome. We have a really big program in our immigration, a very, very um, ambitious, uh, what's it called, immigration uh, plan for the next three years, um, where eventually we're going to um, allow in a million people um and in doing so in three years yeah uh, and Manimal that's a, isn't one of them because you said you have a thing what's your thing with canada bud they won't let you in 
Canada? I don't no, know. No, no, he doesn't want to risk it. No, he's, he's not telling us. I haven't risked it yet, but we no, can check yeah. it out. We, we can see what happens. We previous podcast that he might not be allowed into Vegas. No, no, Vegas I'm good with. Uh, we were okay in Vegas. I got a, dude, the trouble was nothing major. Well, it was go. nothing major. They yeah, it was card counting. And no, no, that was the tr- that was Atlantic City. That's another story, but I think I'm good there. Well, you think you're good. I'm good in AC. I think so. Well, once we start playing, we'll know. All right. We'll know right away. They, believe me, you find out quick hey, folks, if you're allowed to do something. Glad we figured that out. Yeah, just don't forget, if you'd like to support our show, make sure you check out uh, onit.com slash MMA Beyond. If you're already using some of their stuff, we're on. Uh, we I use the, the uh, pre-workout things from Onit, the total strength and performance. Manimal, you love the Alpha Brain. Oh, We're all on it. I love the Alpha Brain. I'm Alpha Brain tonight. Yeah, so many alpha good brain. things, forums, exercise, diet stuff, even clothing, weight loss stuff, everything you need on onit.com. If you're already using them, use our promo code MMA Beyond to save yourself an additional 10%. Let's go to some of the feedback. Feedback's at MMAbeyond.com. You can find Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. You can, Manimal, where can they find you, buddy? Guys, you know where to find me at John the Manimal Benedici. Things are about to we heat got up. Manimal training camp. Oh, we got Manimal training up? camp. Things are heating up. Three weeks out. Manimal wow. training camp, September twenty first, twenty second, in Cold Spring. We're all sold out of VIP spots. Really? Because Elias was talking day. about going. He was. He wanted to make a guest oh, appearance. What man, we do? Yeah, what, yeah, you guys have do. all your ring boys yet? Yeah. <laughs> do we have <laughs> ring boys? <laughs> I don't know. I, Elias, you know, Elias, you know why my mic has a dent in it? Because it's where I hit my head every time he talks. <laughs> That's why my freaking mic has a dent in it. It's yeah, good when you rub it on your wrinkles. Oh, yeah. Elias, right? people are surely so, uh, going to want to stay connected with you. Where could they find you, bro? Uh, at Elias Theodore. Um, E-L-I-A-S-T-H-E-O-D-O-R-O-U. Instagram, are you on? Instagram and uh, Twitter. Um, keep it easy. Should I do Twitter? I haven't. I don't have a Twitter, but I don't know. People say You can use it. I don't know if you can do it. Can I do Twitter? <laughs> can I use it? Can I utilize Twitter? You can do whatever you in want. In my, uh, <laughs> my promotion. I haven't really done much Twitter, but I, maybe I'll send out a tweet. Is that what you There mean? you go. Tweet, tweet, tweet me, tweet, bro. Tweet, tweet, tweet. So someone, someone uh, Pablito Easy asked, do you guys corner any female fighters in the UFC? Do now. I th- yeah, I was going. Well, I think that's in response that Mizuki right. fought out of the gym, and we Pumi. weren't there. Shout out to Pumi. Pumi, Pumi went to China. Let me covered. tell you, Pumi crushed it. Yeah, he's Big great help Pumi. before the fight. Young kid, and, what an experience. Yeah, great experience. He had a great time, help. and I, yeah, I think man. he'll end up in the UFC one day. So it's always good to send those young guys over, so awesome. they get their feel of you know yeah. what's going on. And he said it was. Very, very motivating to him, which I, I, I have to agree. Like I'm inspired. Yeah. I, I mean, mean how can you not be? I'm inspired by the performance. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, I thought we're inspired? talking about Pumi. Pumi's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love P- Yo, which performance were you inspired His by? Own. Both. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Shut up. His own no, I tell you what. Pumi was a G in there. I, I, uh, I texted him. A, a G. He a G. He looks so gangster. He's just there. Watching and you know he's good at their similar size. Like he's the right size. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Help. He was actually, actually right. If you could get one person, you want them. You want to be able to kind of like warm up with them, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't get a lot of cornermen out there. And the one guy's the translator, pretty much manager yeah, translator, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So that guy, you're not warming up with him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Take shoes down? <laughs> you know, be crap. taking them down. So you got he's a guy who's yeah, who's a who you could actually rep moves with. He dual interpret, purposes. I love Pumi. You can interpret Pumi. the takedown. Dual pur- yeah, no, Pumi is dual perfect. Dual purpose, yeah. He, fit, he did everything he had to do. He made up the role of like two two corner men, really. Yeah, yeah. Right, like done, he yeah. made up for two. Like he did a great job. Right, someone and then Mizuki, you know, of course, that's inspiring also. But both of them, yeah, they get an A++. Plus plus. 
Right, you sent out all the additions. All the additions. All the addition. Elias, I want you to stick close to this guy. He's a marketing genius. He is. Seriously. <laughs> I've done all right in the past. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. I believe you. Ray, we got Facts. we got feedback from Facts. Australia. Hey Ray hey Ray and Steve Daniel from Australia. Just stumbled across the podcast and loving it. Love Sarah Longo combination and your fighters. I've been following Rage and Al since the Ultimate Fighter days. Glad to see him doing great work these days. I'll be attending UFC 243 in Melbourne. Nice. So looking forward to a great Rage and Al performance, and I hope to bump into any of the Saralongo team while I'm there. Good luck, all the best. Enjoying this podcast. Keep it up. P.S. Also enjoy the Longo Minute and the odd appearances on UFC Unfiltered. Look Man, at that. Australia. My, type, my type of guy. Hell yeah. Definitely come looking for me when you're there. That's, the a, that's a great uh, you thank you, buddy. Right. I, would I, say I, the best I appreciate part of, that. You're the best part of Unfiltered, I think, when you're on. <laughs> that last one was I mean, really that's a, good. It was really right. funny. You're the best part of Unfold. That last, that's one, my was, that last one was really I'm gonna good. I'm going to tell you something. Really I'll good. never go back on that show again. After <laughs> You'll be back next week. Me. What are you talking now, about? That guy, you he threw, he threw me. First off, I think he, he, he threw me off the show. I don't think I'm going back. <laughs> he, I think you're going to be on next week. He's going to be on next week. He's over in the United Arab Emirates, isn't he? Yeah. Shout out to the Terrys over in Dubai. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's, he's killing it, man. Hall of Famer. Awesome. Loving, the, living the, life, the man. Most, the most living the dream, as they say. Challenging sport on earth. Yeah. yeah. With the fewest, we were talking about how how elite a fighter you have to be to be there, to be in the hall of, to be in the elite of the elites hall in that Famer. category. That's it's insane. It's there's not like a lot of one seventy pound champs if you go through the role. You know, there's not a t- if you it's, 170 it's is a traditionally accomplishment. not turned over division. Well, it's not right? not, not, not being the champ. It's who you use. beat to be the champ. Yeah, too. It's true it's, too. Isn't bad. That actually adds a little flavor to it, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I know Canadians aren't happy about that. Why? Well, <laughs> not at the time, but I, again, so, yeah. nothing but love. Nothing but love <laughs> for Matt. 100%. Steve Lee writes in, uh, Steve talked about fighters and self-reflection last week. How much would you say fighters objectively reflect and evaluate their own skills? I think, the, Steve, the, the key word there would be objectively. I think that it's really important, especially when the higher up you get, and this isn't just in fighting, side note, this is also life in general. It's really important to have good people around you, people who will, who will tell you the baby's ugly when the baby's ugly. You need that around who will be objective, not cruel, but objective, and be able to, uh, to help you manage your own delusions. Uh, as well you, you do notice that with a lot of professional athletes and people high up even in the corporate world steve i notice that things that i get hired to do and the, and the th- people around them is really help them manage their delusions get rid of the unhealthies and keep the healthies so that they, you can grow and adjust you heard me ask earlier elias the reason i was asking is because you want to see what what they're managing what they're getting rid of so with his growth as with any other fighter what he's going to actually have to do is eliminate thoughts that no longer serve or serve an outdated version of himself. And he'll have to update it just like you do your phone, just like you would a video game. You have to have updated versions of this to compete in the modern speed era, all these things. So that's, uh, that's what I think. And how, what percentage of them? I'm not sure, Ray. Yeah. How, what do you think? Uh, is it, is it, I but, think the good guys, man, they, the good guys know how to self-correct. They, they just do. I mean, I've seen it. And I'm going to tell you, one of the best guys we have in here is Marab. I mean, yeah. the first fight he lost, he got stuck in the mount. 
that was the last time you ever got stuck in the mountain. This look, this is a sport like when you're growing, there's always places to make uh, adjustments, you know. Uh Marab wasn't the best wrestler when he came in and he lost a fight due to wrestling. He's not uh, doing that. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he now would he has come the most out, takedowns. No, he would come he out and I'm talk about now. so you know, it's that uh win or learn or you yep. know, whatever. It really is true. If you really go by that, I think you're that that's a great saying that I think Conor McGregor his team maybe was responsible uh, John for. John Kavanaugh. To Kavanaugh really is perfect because there is so many opportunities for that. Even in sparring. You come out you correct. You gas out in the third round. You work your cardio. You mm -hmm. know. I mean, if, if there's right. always something to work. So if you had a like a a log or a, you know like we a journal, I, there's a million things you could uh, you know when the correct and like again the so good much. guys the yeah. good guys will self correct. They don't even need sure. to be told that they they you know what it is. It's mm -hmm. pretty obvious and uh, but you said something with the corporate thing that I was going to ask you about like. Um, Man managing delusion is that what you yeah. said like what because yeah. you want to do crazy that, shit all the time so, so everyone everyone's managing delusions all the time so you sure. what you have is your agreement should i keep reality. the ones i hear in my head yeah. whatever works for you brother so you everyone has their own agreement with reality so it's a story they're telling themselves so in mm -hmm. reality we're all just managing delusions yep and our job to stay healthy is to eliminate the ones that don't serve us the ones that keep us in a cycle of of not changing and keeping healthier ones. And for, if you could have somebody close to you, a coach, a friend, or anything, and say, hey, listen, let's make these adjustments. Let's work on our wrestling. Let's right. work on yeah, these yeah, type yeah. of things. You, but, get, you get rid of those things. So it's really just But in the corporate world, you, oh, you, is, this, is this different than being delusional? Managing delusions. Yeah, when you when you're being delusion, everyone to I'm a degree is being like delusional. When delusional, you're being yeah. delusional is I mean, when you can't, no one can knock you out of that. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I. That's what yeah. I, That's why I was going to ask yeah. you. Okay. I mean, no are you? Do you experience a lot of that in corporate America? Yes. <laughs> those guys got to go. I mean, I mean, those guys have to go. I call man. it corporate myopia, right? Yeah, so I mean, short-sighted corporateness. So what I see a lot, the reason someone like me gets hired, is because they're. They they're on the ship. It's a beautiful ship. They see the iceberg. They don't want to turn. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Get her, it's not. And so you have somewhere, Ray. At some point, there was there was someone in a suit at Blockbuster Video that said, "What do you say?" No, people love going into a building and looking for this. They love holding the video. Yeah, we don't yeah. need the streaming. That's crazy. Yeah, there yeah. was someone in a suit at Borders yeah. Books yeah, yeah. and Barnes and Noble that said, "No, they'll always want to come and they'll want to hold the actual book. They want to go to the store to buy it." Yeah. There's always someone who's delusional, yeah. and the people around them couldn't get to them. So, within fighters, and what you said, I think, is key. You said the good ones. Right. I mentioned earlier, it's a small percentage that get to these these upper echelons, and those are the ones that make these adjustments. You know, yeah. if you when when Conor McGregor first got really really popular, people were were giving him shit because he hired a movement coach and he was talking about visualization. Now everyone's talking about visualization, but what I would have said back then is the people who get to the top, the champions who are champions in their industry all follow these type of things they will talk, they will yeah, talk I, to you about I, mindset and visualizations and the people who don't the contenders who are just about there and they're like oh that's bullshit but that's why you're right there and you're right not right going that, to that. See, yeah it's a hundred percent of these these one percenters think this and then a smattering of the two three to to 99 percenters don't and and that's why your right. agreement with reality defines your life and if you can 
If you can find those people around you, Steve Lee, that'll help you refine, improve, enhance that mindset, that's going to be the difference. Yeah. And not an easy thing to do. No, absolutely Definitely not. And it goes to that's the why such a small percentage of people yeah, yeah, yeah. do it, because it's not I mean, so I, easy. I, I and think it a goes lot. with anything, right? Whether, yeah. like you said, whether it's martial arts oh, or, like or a corporate yeah. world or anything in between. And it goes to the saying that you are the accumulation of the... of your life happens in your head. Yeah. Cognitive scientists call it the egocentric paradigm. A hundred percent of your life happens in your head. So that's the good news or bad news. It depends yeah. on what's, what's in yeah. your head. You know, what's funny. I told Matt the other day when, you know, we were doing the uh, the podcast, you know, that he put up the clips where I'm fucking hysterical <laughs> yeah. laughing when, you know, yeah, what's his cheese. name? Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I was like, you know... All of these guys doing good, him winning, Weidman winning. I, I 100% visualized all of this shit in my head. Never have I visualized being on the podcast and you know, like that part never that never came into my head. So while I'm doing this, I was like this this yeah this never came this never came into my head. I never visualized this, but I mean I'm having a piss at doing it. But the other stuff was always I I really did expect that, and I would have never gotten into coaching if I didn't. I mean that's just. Well, why the fuck would I get into it if I didn't think I could make a difference with some people and and bring them to a different level? But the stuff on the Pico, this I, I never anticipated <laughs> spending a Wednesday afternoon at like sixty one laughing like a two year old on the. On the that uh, was, I think that was one of the funniest parts of that. I couldn't. Podcast, I actually couldn't you control could myself. Hear you belly laugh. Oh, I couldn't even. I, I don't even think it did it justice because I kept going after that. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Uh, Zema Spectator from Instagram wants to know from Ray. Uh, actually, we could just ask everybody: What's the one rule in MMA you would like to see either changed or added? Hmm. Let's start with our guest, Elias. What do you think? Uh, the twelve to six or whatever. They, the they, the only reason why it's pretty much set as a rule of against it is because the commissioner that was doing it saw a bunch of ice being broken Someone the day before. In a suit. <laughs> yeah. Someone in a suit with short with, with with that corporate myopia makes that. I mean, that is it. a weird rule. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. what makes that different than this or the straight or this way? If I'm crucifix on a guy, that's a weird rule. What, uh, what, what rule Madeline? would you like to say? I'm thinking about it. I don't want to use the same one. All right. <laughs> Manuel uh, would like to see extravagant if, entrances. If we didn't have that rule, do I want to see? Not ever seen the greatest uh, win of all time, uh, oh, Matt, Hamill Matt Hamill over. Um, yeah, he was Jordan dominating Jones. that fight. Yeah, he was dominating. His head fight. just ruined. <laughs> Taking the, that elbow. He took. The, I think worth. he was out actually for a while. I don't know. Jones, was, yeah, for yeah. that for that elbow. Oh God. Jones' elbow was really hurt for like a week. Ray, what do you think? Uh, you know what? I, I really. I, I, really come hard it's hard for me to come up with anything but i, I kind of like what we were talking about before with the missing weight yeah and uh i'm gonna say like uh like in all regards of like enhancement like with the drugs and yeah. just maybe a lifetime ban true like, right. make it like you know you know what man you're done you know and that's it so i mean i'd like to see that i think yeah i'm not really you know some of the you know it seems like the, it's almost a little hypocrisy now with how some fighters get treated if they get caught, oh, sure. and, you know, like that shit's just got to go. So whatever, whatever, if that's a rule or you know, a you little, little stricter with the right? with the uh, PEDs, I don't think because somebody, you know, uh, could get really hurt. And I'm gonna, I like again, I'm gonna tell this story, and it it, it really hit home to me. I was, I was with uh, Bisbing one night, Michael Bisbing. We were drinking. We had a you know after uh, Aljo's fight, oh, and yeah. right in the middle of the interview, he just popped his eyeball out, and I'm like, what? You gotta go. 
I was so blown away. You got a glass eye? He said, that was TRT Vitor. TRT And see, yeah, now, it, now, it, now it's not funny. Now the guy, you know, right. he's, he wow. lost an eye, man. That's not, a, that's not a fucking joke. And I think when, when, you, when it smacks you in the face, man, and it's not me. I got both eyes. But just when he did that, and I was like, man, it's just, that's, a, that's a fucking heavy price to pay, man. So yeah. all the best to him. And like, he takes it like a champ. He is a champ. And he takes that like a champ. But that, he said that was TRT. That's what he said to me. That was TRT. Vitor. Now it's not fucking funny anymore. Yeah. So I'm for a lifetime ban on that. I don't want to see right. that happen to anybody. To anybody and right. if you could prevent that from happening to somebody in the future, then then go for it, man. Did you think of anything, Manuel? Uh, I'd like to, you know, I always like to see the weight classes changed up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'd like so to. So some more added, or when, what I only want to add one change? weight class. What what weight class? Would you no, you don't understand. But I want to redo every weight class. Like I want to start at let's say 125 and go up every five or six percent, so it's gonna skew it so that you have bigger gaps towards the top and smaller gaps at the bottom. But you'd only add one weight class overall. Like you'd only add what weight class? I don't know. It's like 197. It works out to be. Um, I don't know what I think about the. I like the hydration stuff that one does too, with the weight cutting. I don't know. What do you think about that? Like the one, how one does it, hydration testing. I don't. Do I'm percentage. not too familiar. Again, they kind of have their own in-house stuff. Um, yeah, they weigh you like two days out, and you have to be within a certain percentage, and then they do a right. hydration test. I don't know how accurate that stuff is. I don't. But they're not drug testing over there, so no. They're doing they're all in-house. So, so, so what difference is that? You also don't see it. Guess, it's not yeah. like public. No. So it's like oh, it's not public. It's like, hey, no. Elias made weight. Well, listen, yeah. drug testing. Oh, no, no, like drug yeah. testing should be either no, like, yeah, that's definitely right. It's like, either no one does it or everyone does it. Yeah, yeah, I right. It has that. to be it, like Pride was always like, you know, you fought in Pride. <laughs> no, you knew. Oh, like, yeah, do yeah, whatever yeah, you meant, want. Yeah. You fight in Pride. You do whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. Well, Yolo. I think. Uh, Let's see. Be a on um, Joe Rogan's. He basically said that in the thing in the actual contract they said they will not test we will not test for storage yeah i remember all the fighters that fall over the city so you know but if it's like we're all clean then and usada i don't know i don't trust usada i think they're i don't know i don't know big big fight uh big fight this weekend oh big fight this weekend Mm -hmm. oh that's right i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna go on a limb and go for poirier i like to see him do it yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and go with Khabib. <laughs> <laughs> the other limb, the other yeah, side. The other limb. limb. Yeah, you yeah, go on the other limb. What <laughs> limb do you go Did on? Did I hear you on the uh, Anakin Florian? Did you think it's pretty going to be pretty early? Uh well, I thought it would be. Uh, it, it, you know, uh, Khabib's got. He's so good in those first two rounds, mm-hmm. and it depends on if he can break you or he can't break right. you. Like I think we see with Al, he couldn't break him. And then that fight went five rounds, but you know Al trained for a three rounder, so he's his arms mm-hmm. were tied. They were compromised after, you know, dealing with that mm-hmm. bear, Russian bear on the floor. You know right. what I mean? So I think he, he, here's the problem. I think now we have enough tape on Khabib, and it's only a matter of time. You know, for that sure. somebody. So Poirier's a big dude, so he's Sick. definitely got yeah. a chance if to. Uh, like again, I thought Connor had a great third round with Khabib, but then he came back. So. Right. Um, I just think those first two rounds kind of set the stage, and then when he comes back on, he kind kind of takes a break, and then when he comes back, he's tenacious but when he again. Takes the, the, he, the first two rounds, you're saying, are so brutal that yeah, when he yeah. takes a break, 
you really don't have much to give him. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, he takes right. the third round off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, right. I think he, he, knows, does, he does. I don't think you can go like that for five rounds because yeah. he he has trouble Unless making the Marab. weight too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only well, Rob can can do. Yeah. Well, that's what you were talking about earlier. You said one of your weapons. You you found a way to kind of weaponize cardio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially again when we're talking about be beyond his style, it's just the fact that he's never lost, right? So that's yeah. an, like a tangible thing for him, right? Yeah. Not knowing defeat. Um, so I think that obviously lends to the champion, uh, you know, getting his hand raised. Um, Dustin, obviously going back to 155, it's been a great run for him. And, uh, you know, obviously someone that, uh, again, he took on Max Holloway before that to, to take the interim, uh, belt. So again, he is used now used to being the bigger guy. So right. what happens when he takes on someone that might be yeah. even bigger than him, right? right. Regrets a Abib. So. I'd lend, especially with in regards to his style. I think Abib could literally take again, like you mentioned, yeah. if he breaks him early, yeah, right. especially I, early. That, that's down. the key to me is how yeah. well he holds up mentally, and I think fighting in Dubai favors Khabib. And I, I don't know, man. He's 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 a handful, man. With that, he's got an aggressive style, mm-hmm. and he's obviously, you know, like a wet blanket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's a that's a yeah. You're not getting rid of that guy. So, but I do think now everybody kind of does the same thing over and over again. Flying knee. I'm calling you know? Poirier by flying knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, I'm right. swinging well, for the yeah, I don't know. He's at yeah. ATT too, so. I'm swinging yeah. for the fences. They're yeah. really going on that limb. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go all the, the way out on the other he limb. He really is. He's all the way. Man on the training camp this, this month? Uh, yeah, September 21st, 22nd. Find you? Uh, manimaltrainingcamp.com, but better to go on at John the Manimal Benaducci on Instagram. It's going to be a good time. We got some day spots left. I know I got Nick coming up, so that should be uh, awesome. interesting. I By might way, kill him, though. I hope you don't rely on his money too much. Who's Nick? Wow. Oh, Nick, oh, Nick. Uh, yeah, Nick do you v, rely uh, on him that much? Because I might dump his no. body in the woods. Up no, there. he's, he's going to die, though. Yeah. <laughs> his wife's coming, though, so she might be all right. Oh, wow. So, yeah, oh, family, man. It's nice to see a little couple of Nick's a supportive guy. Oh, man. I'm, I'm very do, appreciative. You better do the right thing, buddy. I'm very appreciative. I will threaten to throw you off this podcast if that guy doesn't come back alive. <laughs> oh, no, Ray, you know I love this podcast. But then, I know, but you've got to do the right really thing. This is a good the guy. Right thing. This is a good what guy. do you think, I'm going to kill the guy? I think you could... Maybe, but he'll miss you again. He'll miss you again at the very he'll least. He'll find his way back if we dump him in the woods. He's resilient. We have a lot of fights coming Animal Training Camp. you got to make it through. talk about them next week. Excellent. Oh, no. Let's go for two hours. Ray Longo, Ray Longo MMA. You could also hear Ray on the Anakin Florian podcast. Shout out to them. They come, that show comes out every Monday. Every now and then, you could also hear him on UFC Unfiltered. Yeah, don't expect to see that again. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> telling you, don't, go, don't go look at the podcast because that's the last time I'll be on, guys. <laughs> I heard you were going on next week, Ray. Not happening. <laughs> and Elias, again, let them know where they can find you and and, uh, and places that you maybe talk more about about your cause. Yeah, well, obviously, like I said, at Elias Cedar, both on Instagram and uh, Twitter, um, which... My man to the right, uh, Manimal, who might be on Twitter in the, in the next little bit, <laughs> no, foreseeable future, <laughs> as he meant, tweeting. But um, I might send out no, a tweet. No, obviously I got um, a couple of decisions that I'm kind of working out the fine details, but looking to get back into the cage by, by the end of the year and, um, you know, do what I want to do inside the cage and out, uh, fight for something for myself and bigger than that. Yeah, and, oh, we, and we enjoy having him here. He's always a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got to promise I'm giving you some work this week, too. I've been, my head's been all over the yeah, place. Yeah, no. 
I understand. Nice I'm, I'm excited for Monday. Yeah. Happy to have you here, man. And good luck with that. And folks, I'm Steve Maraboli, pretty findable fella. Make sure you give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you listen. Um, even if you give a thumbs up or whatever, that's great. Just helps other people find our show. People who listen to some of our other favorite shows, they'll find us if you, uh, if you connect us with that. Any link that you wanted to hear, we'll connect it with the show description. Thank you so much, everybody. This is MMA and Beyond. We'll catch you next time.